starting to acknowledge who you are. You have the condition, it's called dyslexia. You have issues reading and all that, or speaking, and doing things the way other people or normal people do. Does not mean you are abnormal, but it means you are outstanding. And it's something you can leverage on, uh, but you need to accept. Hey, hey, welcome to a new episode of Grow and Glow Podcast. If you're new here, this is a show aimed at helping young adults deal with issues in their lives in order to be the best version of themselves. Please don't forget to subscribe and take a screenshot of you listening right now. Like now. Take a screenshot of you listening now and tag us on social media at grow and glow underscore podcast on Instagram. In this episode, I have a friend of mine who is going to tell us his story about how it is to have dyslexia from the good, bad, and ugly path. If there is. Everything necessary. Everything necessary. And please, for this episode, I have a special request. When you listen to this episode and someone comes to your mind when you listen to this, who might also be facing this, don't hesitate to share it. Don't, don't think twice. Share this episode to that person. They need to hear it. That person needs to hear this episode. They need to know that they are not alone on this journey. If he can do it, if all whatever you're going to hear very soon can happen then it can so all right guys so let's wait to hear the full story from my guest stay tuned so welcome to the show um this is where we have drum rolls. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Please, can you tell us a bit about yourself? Okay. Thank you, Gray, for this opportunity to join in this podcast. My name is Ochai Ako. I have a bachelor's degree in computer engineering. And I'm also pushing an MBA in artificial intelligence. I'm actually passionate about data-driven strategies and technological concepts that provide innovative and sustainable solutions. And that's what I do daily at my workplace. Wow, it's such a privilege to have you. Guys, so yeah, this is our guest for today. And you might be wondering, why did I bring this person up here? So I met my friend somewhere. Okay, let me not tell you how I met him. But we had a discussion and I got to know a very, very, very important part of his life. And I heard his story. I heard everything he said, what he passed through. I was like, wow. You know when you hear a story and you're like, wow. <laughs> that was how it was. I was like, wow, is this you? Because I'm looking at him like, is this you? Wow, that is cool. Well, today he's here with us. He wants to tell us about himself his story, how he passed through some things, how he has been feeling, how he's coping. So first of all, um, Ochai, did you first notice? Okay. Uh, when I first noticed was when 
Okay, just a little bit of a background. I have attended two universities. I didn't do well in the first. So um, I discovered when I was in the second university. So that, that was when, like, it was in your second university you noticed you had that condition? Yes. Um, and this is because I was able to compare my performance from the first university with the second university, and I could identify the root cause of my poor performance in the first university. Okay. Basically, to anyone listening now that doesn't really know the meaning, like what this condition about is about, can you like give us a brief, like a very brief background, a big brief definition of your of the condition? Okay. So the condition is called dyslexia, D Y S L E X I A, and it's a learning disorder that is. Uh, associated with difficulty in reading. Um, so there, there are other symptoms you can find, like um, confusion in visually similar words. You can have, uh, let's say, cat and cut, for example. And you have a situation where you cannot clearly pronounce words also, or you miss some of the words, you skip some of the words in sentences you are reading from a book or an article. Um, so it varies depending on the level of dyslexia one is exhibiting. For me, it's, it's peculiar because I could see letters, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, E, T, C, dancing when I'm reading. So I get scared when I'm about to read because I know at some point the letters will start you know, flying off with the book I'm reading from. Okay. You're saying letters dancing. It reminded me of a movie. I don't know if you've seen that movie, like Stars on Earth. Is it something similar or it's the same? Yeah, it's, it's it's the same condition. Okay. It's the same condition, yeah. And um, for me, I later realized that I need to make motion pictures of what I'm being told or what I'm reading for it to stick. So the only way I can maybe remember what I've read or remember what someone is telling me is when I have created pictures of what is being said to me, or I've created a motion picture of a video, to be able to understand and recall when I'm when I'm required to recall them. That was the only way I could under yeah, learn to school, and this happened in my second school. My first school, I didn't know anything about that. I didn't know I had dyslexia. And I was not able to connect with the learning system in Nigeria, especially because you have to cram 
to pass at some point in Nigerian universities. I don't know how to cram. If you want me to cram, I have to create pictures of every sentence I'm reading. And probably create a video of them. And imagine somebody who is reading electrical engineering, and electrical engineering is basically mathematics. And it's all theory. It's something you need to cram to be able to pass your exam. And I had that deficiency in cramming. So I was consistently failing because of that. But my new school, the system was quite different from the previous school. So it was more practical. You are graded based on the number of practicals you do. And then you now have a theoretical aspect that carries like 30% of the entire score for that particular course of paper. So practical was 70%, theory was 30% in my new school. So I was able to connect more because I was using my hands. I was able to imagine what I want to achieve and create it physically. Um, I was studying electrical engineering in my previous school, and the new school was computer engineering. So you have to open computers or build a computer or something like that. So I found it more relatable to myself, my passion, and the learning system helped me um, understand schooling. And at the same time, I was able to excel because I could identify who I was, the condition I had, and uh, find a way to adapt. Basically, that's what happened. Wow. I have a question for you concerning when you first found out. Like, I'm trying to imagine the day you found out that you had dyslexia. How did you feel? Did you cry? Did you tell somebody? Were you in your room? Because I think you said you, you found out uh, after school, after your first school, is it at the end of your first school, right? In my second school. Oh, your second school, wow. Yeah. Okay, so how did you feel? What were the emotions you felt that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I may not be able to vividly remember or recall how I felt. Yeah. But it was after one of, yeah, I think it was my 300 level second semester, the new school, when our results for the 300 level first semester came out. Out of six courses, I had, I had A's, you know, the courses, basically. And this is me coming from the previous school where I had, I was struggling to have a P. Yeah, so there was a particular course that ushered me into that new knowledge about myself. Um, it, and it was my dean's course. It was a very difficult course. Um, so I'll give you a story before I discover. So okay. the lectures happened, I think, in the space of two weeks. Uh, it's the dean of the department and he didn't have so much time, so he watched that particular course. But I re realized something where people were having exercise books, you know, 
over 60 pages documenting what was being taught in the class. I only had one daughter, one page of the entire you know, course. The lectures I attended was on one daughter. But I sat for all the lectures. I think there were six lectures or so. I sat for all the lectures. I paid attention carefully to everything you said. And yes, when I say paid attention, meaning I was creating pictures and videos in my head of what I was hearing. And when I went and sat for the exams, the same pictures and videos were what I recalled. And I could see the answers coming out from the questions I've seen on the, you know, uh, Christian booklet. Yeah. I was able to answer everything completely. The way the picture was in my head was what I wrote down. And was the same thing he also taught in the class. So he called me after, you know, the results were out. Like, he really wanted to know how possible I was to get 98 over 100. So that 98 over 100 I got, the, the, the test we wrote was over 40, so I had 38 over 40. The exam was over 60. So I had 60 over 60 in the exam. Wow. He gave everybody 20 marks, which did not apply to me. So he called me up, like, yes, like, how did I do it? Like, I answered all the questions correctly. He wanted to know what happened. And I'm like, I, I didn't do anything. I, I just remembered everything you said in class. Like, it's not possible. Let me see your notes. And I showed you my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> On the daughter, I just had keywords. Things that were linking me to the videos and pictures I already created in my head. So that's what you see on the daughter. Yeah. And if I wish I had access to that daughter. They were basically drawings. I had drawings and I linked words, linked them into a tree or something. And that's what helped me remember. So it was at that point hit me that, yes, there's something very different about me. For me to start excelling, not necessarily because, uh, you know, the course is simpler than the previous course I, I, I was reading, but because I was able to connect differently in class than before. And why was that? This was more practical. Um, I later ran a business in school where uh, I was able to practice what I was even learning in class at home in a business. My business was in my house. So it was fun because I was able to connect more with myself, um, learn more, practice more, and achieve more personally as a student and um, realizing that I had a condition that makes me outstanding. I'll use the word outstanding because some people see it as a deficiency, but I saw it in a different light. I saw it as a gift from God. Yeah. I, I talk slow, I write slow, I read slow. It's not a punishment from God. It's not a deficiency. It's not a sickness, rather it's a gift. So I'm able to understand better because I have to read slowly. I have to ask multiple questions before I understand 
what I'm being told, what I'm reading, then I have to say it slowly so that I don't mix up my words or skip some words. So it, it was it was a point in my life where I was happy. I will not say I cried. It was not like an overjoyed moment, but it was like discovering gold in your backyard. <laughs> that's what mm-hmm. that's what I can describe it as. Yeah, or crude oil flowing at your backyard. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's it. Wow. Wow. I love it that you were like you got the joy from it. Not like some people that might see it as something like bringing them down. But before we go deep into that, when you were in your first school and you kept trying hard to pass, not going to pass, to manage to pass, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm allowed to say it that way. And yeah. you came into, you went to another school, you changed, your educational, educational system changed, and you were doing really good at the second school. First of all, at the first school, like when you were in that university, Nigeria University, I don't want to talk deep into Nigerian universities and mental health and the way they treat <laughs> students because that's another topic on its own. But when you yeah. were there, and because I, I know the kind of feeling you might have, like I've seen people who, who like, I don't know, they just they fail and people laugh at them in university. People are like, this guy, no, they read this guy, this. But no, no, maybe they might be passing through something like this. So how did you feel then versus when you went to the second university? So were you at any point in your first university? Did you have low self-esteem? Like thought of yourself so low because of your results? Yeah. Yes. Yes. So uh, apparently I was part of the you know school fellowship to you know and my okay. my classmates then were like the president of the fellowship, they're all schools. And it was so bad that we're in the same class. So like how 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 come you're a Christian and you feel that bad? Like I was used as a <laughs> oh, oh my god the subject of, of the sermon. Like you oh can't be a Christian and be the tail in the class. Like that's how it was. That's how it was. I had I suffered from depression definitely. My my life was more more um, why why me like it's okay. There's this triangle we used to talk about like Christians usually have like school, church, home, school, church, home. That that was yeah. a triangle. <laughs> yeah, that was my triangle. I didn't make friends because I felt. There was a problem with me. Like, was I? Was some like I didn't, couldn't I couldn't figure out what was wrong with me at that point. So it made me uh, from school because yeah, I get to school. I don't understand. I'm being taught in school. I go straight to church. I cry. I cry. I cry. I cry at the altar. And go back home. You know, lock myself in the room. Nobody could access me. My family couldn't access me. Like, 
the beginning what was wrong with me and I was not outspoken then too. I didn't know how to express myself or my feelings. I was just mute. So it was a very dark time for me uh, because I asked myself, I see it in scriptures. As a, as a Christian, you should be more excellent than your neighbor. You should be the head and the tail. You know, you have the mind of Christ. Uh, you have the mouth and the wisdom that nobody can, not your enemies cannot stand against. Say, like those scriptures were in my head. But they're not applying to my life. They're not applying in my academics. Like my social life was poor. So it was a depressing moment for me. So now, when you then got to the second school, did you still go with those like emotions and thoughts about yourself? Yeah, were you scared when you when you were going to the second school that you might also not do well? Yes. So not only scared that I'm not, I was not going to do well, I was scared that I was in an unfamiliar environment. Like, I felt it, it, it is easier to thrive in a familiar environment even though you're not feeling that, even though you're feeling that, get to an unfamiliar environment, environment and still feel at the same time. So it was a double fear for me. Uh, but what helped me was that I had to consciously make the efforts to uh, not be my usual self. So I'm an introvert. I need to be an extrovert. Um, I don't do well around crowds. Crowd, crowded place, I don't speak. I learned how to stand up in the class, answer questions or a group of friends maybe waiting for lectures and drop a conversation or ask a question and like I consciously make those efforts to not be the person I know myself to be from my previous phase of life. So that conscious effort, yes, helped me plus the school setting helped me and I now leverage on the fact that I was in an unfamiliar environment where I need to relearn how to live. So that's creativity for me, where I can engage my, my mind. I need to learn a new language. I need to learn how to get around the environment. Like, you know, it, it was creativity for me. So I was able to engage my brain. It was no longer the triangle I usually had before, but uh, it was something, a different experience altogether. So conscious effort, um, the leveraging of the new environment you know, to engage your mind, then just because the school setting was different and the learning system was different, that helped me, you know, or launched me into the next phase of my life. You know, that was a big step you took, right? <laughs> yeah, it was definitely a big step. Yeah, sleeping your comfort zone and doing things you do. I'm sure you did not feel like doing some of them. So that, that yeah. thick right here, I'm giving you a thumbs up, like with my two hands, only if you can <laughs> see. <laughs> yeah. Then also you said something about discovering yourself. And I thought about someone who might be listening right now. That might be facing this 
this condition, I don't like calling it the problem issue. It's not, it's just the condition you have that makes you special. So yeah. someone who's listening right now and this person is like, okay, I'm stuck. This person is stuck. This person is like, how do I do this? How do I go about this? And this person is in Nigeria. You understand that aspect, right? So this person is in Nigeria. So what is one practical way or two, in case it's not just one, something you know that can help someone out there, especially with this special condition? All right. Thank you for that. I think the first answer I'll give, which worked for me, what I did that worked for me, was to accept that I have dyslexia. Accept that that condition exists in my being as a person who lives on Earth. I have dyslexia and it is okay to have dyslexia. Why am I saying this? Um, if you keep on running away from yourself and your current reality, you will not be able to make any progress in terms of discovering yourself. So um, before I accepted that acceptance that didn't happen initially for me, what was I doing? I was always hurrying things, trying to read fast, trying to walk fast, trying to talk fast, trying to, uh, what's that other thing again? Like, everything I tried to do hastily never turned out well. And somebody who had the same condition like I did, very far away, far away from me, like, we're not that close. And I said, but Chai, it is okay to be a slow person. It's okay to talk slow. It's okay to walk slow. It's okay to breathe slow. It's okay to be a slow person. Like, why? Why do you say so? Everybody's fast. Everybody's on the fast pace around you. They make you, they make you feel like you cannot be part of them. You cannot be part of their clique. You know, you are dragging them down. You're the weakest link. Well, he said, no. Uh, this is how God has made you. Rather than seeing it as a stumbling block, you have to see it as a stepping stone. So one thing you can see differently from who you are, how you are, is that you think faster. You're able to analyze information given to you faster. You are able to see the end completely from somebody who is hasty in making decisions or in, you know, in reacting. And I saw the difference, I saw the clear difference. Like so many people who are outgoing, so many, um, if they don't pay attention to themselves, they make rash decisions that they later go back to regret. But oh. you who, who talk slow, if you can pay attention to your thoughts, put your thoughts together, you discover you're able to make more meaning out of information you are trying to process and the moment you speak up or speak out people tend to agree with you more than somebody who speaks rationally like yeah it's true actually yeah so yeah um i, I started seeing the the sense in accepting who you are uh, you're able to you become analytical you're able to process the information better 
and your output becomes cleaner. You are not that clumsy anymore. You are able to clearly express what is in your heart, what is in your mind to whoever needs to listen to you. And uh, you're able to accommodate multiple mindsets or thought processes, and it doesn't affect your initial original thought process. So it, it that means you cannot you cannot be easy, easy, easily pressured by your peers in that peer pressure. When I realized and discovered myself, peer pressure did not work on me anymore. So these are the things that come with starting to acknowledge who you are. You have the condition, it's called dyslexia. You have issues reading and all that, or speaking and doing things the way other people or normal people do. Does not mean you are abnormal, but it means you are outstanding, and it's something you can leverage on. Uh, but you need to accept who you are first. Yeah, true. Ochai. Yes. So right now, as we speak, who are you grateful for that helped you? Who are who are you grateful for? That has been so helpful to you. Like, do you want to give them a shout out? <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'll give them a shout out. I don't think they want me to call their names. <laughs> call their names, please. <laughs> I don't think they want me to call their names. Oh, did they? And call I don't. You think... don't think? Oh, yeah. Oh. No problem. But there is something that helps me very well when I was growing up. I observed a lot. I observed how people live their life. Yeah. <laughs> I pay attention to what people don't pay attention to. Just oh. because I wanted to... Um, uh, okay, I have this notion in my head that I'm way behind the current trends or current happenings. So the only way to catch up with the current trends is to pay attention to my environment, pay attention to people, what they're saying, don't speak while they're speaking, listen to what they're saying, listen completely, let them finish speaking. Then if you don't understand, I'll ask a question. So that helped me or gave me an edge. I was able to connect quicker to my environment, root myself in the present moment, and you know, make maximum use of that opportunity. So people who were around me who did not know I was learning from them, yes, a shout out to them. They will know I will not call their names. Then the people who actually helped me, who, yes, they've told me they don't like public, you know, like they don't to be public. So for those people, I I thank God for their lives and they know how appreciative I am whenever I remember this period of my life. Okay. Shout out to you people. You guys are the great ones on this earth. All right. So thank you so much. And um, there's one more question I wanted to ask. Well, All right. it seems like, seems like I've forgotten it. Very funny. But well, all right, so moving on, since I can't remember the last question, like, it was a very special one. I would have just written it down. God, 
Let's move on. Okay. Can I help so, you? Okay, help me too. No. Let's <laughs> <laughs> say so you want to help me now. Yes. Are you now? But why do you think I should help you? I don't know. Maybe you know. You, you is, is this stuff. is this my dyslexia? Is this my dyslexia helping me well, now? Helping you? Well, well, <laughs> I don't mind. I found this podcast to do well. <laughs> no, I wanted to say something about support system, um, mm-hmm. especially in terms of family and friends. Okay. So. Uh, there was a time I needed to change the group of people I was always around. Um, so okay. the the group of people you find yourself around can either make you feel more depressed about your condition or mm-hmm. um, help you become a better person with the condition. So, what do I mean? People who always make jest of your condition and do not assist you. There are two different things. There are people who make jest like based on we are just joking and nothing serious, but they call you to order when they need to call you to order, or they encourage you when they need to encourage you. That's different. But there are people who you find yourself around, or maybe they find themselves around you, and mm-hmm. they feed on your condition to improve their own self-esteem. So you are dying in depression and low self-esteem. In in quotes, bully, you know, bully you, you know, make you feel terrible about yourself and that boosts their own self-esteem. So you need to disconnect yourself from those people, like totally disconnect yourself from those people. I look for people who appreciate you for who you are, the condition you have, and help you grow. Leverage on that and condition. Glow. Yeah, grow and glow, <laughs> right. <Hey>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's it's difficult um, to make that happen, but you need to make that happen for yourself if you want to experience um, exponential growth and development people who know that you cannot hurry your reading people will ensure that you start reading long before the exam starts people who make you start doing your project work like two months before other people start their project work people who remind you of things you easily forget you know and people most especially who uh 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 make you grow in faith spirit your your spirit life uh, your faith in god and also um yes it's something that must happen for you because the center of your life is christ and you need to find yourself around people who have christ as their center of life and you know like the bible says that i am sharpness i am so a man should make the countenance of strength. So ultimately, you must have those set of people who are Christians around you. Yeah, true. So to summarize this episode, to anyone listening, 
let me just tell you, first of all, what you should take out of here is you can't do this without God. He created you special. And if you don't meet him to know the reason and for him to teach you how to do it, it won't be easy. So be careful the kind of friends you keep. Your friends can either make you grow and blow or they can make you dry up. So guys, just be careful of your friends. It might be hard, you might think, oh, my friend, this my friend, she has been here for me, he has been here for me, guy, what's up? See, that's, that's past. Your future is also important. So I'm not saying you trade with your friends, so like, just throw them away. But you need to think about your life too. That some friends truly, you don't need in your life at all. Or child has said it all, like he has broken it down. This is based on personal experiences. This is not a story someone told him. This is a story about him. The Ochai story I'm hearing now then, and the Ochai I'm seeing now, is different because he put in the work that is needed. Don't just sit down. I think it will all be fine. You need to work on some things. All right, guys. So um, if you have questions for him, all you need to do is to download the Podroom app and search for this episode, search for Grow and Glow podcast, first of all, and search for this episode. And when you open the episode, you ask your questions. There is a chat room, so you just chat there. And at the same time, there's so many ways you can ask this question, any question you want. If you are using Anchor or Spotify, you can, you can ask questions. There's a comment section there. And, okay, there's a lot of and here, right? <laughs> You can ask us the question on social media at grow and blue underscore podcast or on Twitter. I'm on Twitter. Yeah, Grace has joined Twitter. Everybody must know. <laughs> so you can ask the question on Twitter at Great Gracie. Yes, it's not a podcast name with Gracie, but at Great Gracie, double E, G R A C I E E, double E, don't forget. At Great Gracie, just send it to my DM and I will pass across the message. And give you your answer. And also, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being my guest here. It was fun. Thank you so much for having me. So wonderful. yeah, it was fun. Yeah. So, guys, um, thank you so much for listening. I just hope this episode makes you know that you are not alone. No one is alone in this world. You are never alone. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I pray you just share this episode too. This is prayer now. I beg you to share this episode. So please, 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 as you're listening to me right now, take a screenshot. I'm sure you enjoyed this episode. Take a screenshot now. Share on social media handles. Share on Instagram, Twitter, WhatsApp, um, where again, Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok. Just share everywhere. Share to that friend you know that might need this. And and okay, I'm saying love and <laughs> subscribe to the podcast. Donate to the podcast. Thank you so much. Don't forget to follow the podcast at grow and glow underscore podcast. Don't forget that one is also very important. I'll see you guys in the next episode. See ya. Bye bye.